0: This is Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson on AM560, The Answer.
1: Good morning, Dan and Amy. President Trump sitting down with uh, Margaret Brennan from Face the Nation before the Super Bowl yesterday. And she just uh, read a list of questions, barely paying attention to what the president was saying, just uh, wanted to get through her preset questions rather than actually have a dialogue that could uh, elicit anything interesting. So you got what you're used to getting from the president when it pertains to uh, the border and Nancy Pelosi. But if we had proper border security, we wouldn't have to work so hard and we could do an even better job. And I think Nancy Pelosi is doing a terrible disservice to the people of our country but You're still going to have
2: to deal with her, No, though. she
1: can keep playing her games, but we will win because we have a much better issue. Uh, on a political basis, what she's doing is, uh, I actually think it's bad politics, mm-hmm. but much more importantly, it's very bad for our country. might ask Nancy Pelosi to explain to the Israelis and the uh, Pakistanis about their immorality as well. Israel saying, uh, over the weekend AP reporting, saying it started reinforcing its border fence with the Gaza Strip. Erecting a galvanized steel barrier 20 feet high that will run the length of the territory. Wow. Commencing construction uh, to uh, thwart Hamas terrorist attacks, uh, including, by the way, uh, thwarting attacks that uh, come through tunneling beneath the border. One of the issues that uh, Pelosi and the Democrats have raised as sort of a straw man. Uh, in addition to that, uh, uh, we have uh, Pakistan. Busy building one of the world's longest border fences, climbing some of the world's toughest terrain. Oh, so the Pakistanis can do it, huh? Pakistanis' border fence will stretch more than eighteen hundred miles and ascend more than twelve thousand feet above sea level. It will march over mountains, span gorges, descend into desert plains, halting at the Chinese border. The fence is seeking to protect valleys and mountains that invading armies have crossed for centuries, from Alexander the Great to the Mongol hordes, dividing Pakistan. From Afghanistan so that uh, F- uh, Pakistan can get a better handle on Afghans coming into their country so in Mexico we know Mexico and Guatemala why not America I don't understand why it doesn't apply here we're all just human beings these are problems that uh, take varying forms but are all of a similar kind around the world why wouldn't what Trump has proposed the comprehensive proposal not just the barrier why wouldn't it work here when it seems to have done so in the past for more on this topic we're pleased to be joined by mark morgan Uh, he is a former formerly of the fbi and was the customs and border protection chief for president obama mark thanks for joining us again appreciate it
0: Thanks, Dan. Thanks
1: for having me. So um, what about uh, what President Trump said again about Pelosi and the border? And then, you know, add that into the context of what we see other countries, the world over doing to protect their sovereignty and their borders.
0: Well, Dan, that's exactly right. And Everything you just said really comes from not from a political ideology standpoint, but really from a, a common sense standpoint of what we need to do to safeguard our borders and protect our country. And and here's what I find disingenuous, and here's what I find a little frustrating, is now the big thing that they want to talk about those that oppose the physical barrier, the wall. Uh, They they really want to talk about other alternatives like technology and personnel. And and the problem with that is when you use the word alternative, you shouldn't do that from an exclusive factor. You should really be talking about alternatives from an inclusive uh, standpoint, like you said. You know, when the, the president's plan is not just about the wall, it's a comprehensive plan. And that plan includes, as it should, it, it, again, be inclusive rather than exclusive, but it includes physical barrier, technology, and personnel. It's really part of that multi layered uh, strategy. And so, why are we saying, well, this tool to the border patrol, we'll give you this tool and maybe this tool, but we're not going to give you this tool. And all those tools, including the wall, the experts will say they need and the data shows it works. It just doesn't make sense.
2: Well, you talk about alternatives. I mean, a lot of the Democrats say, oh, just throw drones up there, that that will detour people from coming into the country. Are you already using a drone program?
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and that's great. That, that's exactly right. And it goes back to that that multi-layer strategy. Absolutely. Do, do we need technology like drones? Do we need additional passive security measures? Do we need more ground surveillance? Do we need more personnel? Yes, we, we need all of that, and the Border Patrol has been using that multi-layer approach for decades, and as technology gets better, they infuse better technology. As, the, as the, the cartels change their tactics and procedures, so does the Border Patrol. It just makes sense, but, but any one of those, whether it's personnel only, technology only, or physical bearer only, they don't solve the problem in and of themselves. They need all of that. And and that's what's getting lost in what I think is being driven by, by a, a political agenda here.
1: It was interesting last week, Sarah Saldana, who was ICE director under President Obama, she was on uh, some Yahoo News program and she was essentially saying that uh, what Trump is proposing just, you know, it won't work. It's insufficient. But uh, she was sort of pressed a little bit. and it was, just, well, we'll will it have some impact, some positive impact. And she says, well, yeah, some positive impact. Well, that's all that's really being argued. It is going to have some positive impact as part of a holistic approach to border security. And frankly, the compromise that Trump proposed a couple of weekends ago ticked off a lot of those uh, boxes that you just mentioned in terms of the, the whole gestalt of border security.
0: Again, you understand it. And I think it's just from a common sense standpoint, that's exactly right no one has ever said and there's not a single expert, right? Not a political pundit, but but an expert that says the wall is 100% effective. But if you go to those areas, San Diego, El Paso, New where Yuma, where where that multi strategy has has been used, it has been overwhelmingly effective. You know, 90% effective of of uh, reducing illegal immigration. And will can it be defeated? Yeah, but last time I checked, 90% is is still pretty darn effective. And one last thing, real quick, is, is so that. Some of the same individuals now that are saying the wall is ineffective and immoral. In 2006, they passed a bipartisan Secure Fence Act that led to 654 miles of wall fence being built. And in 2013, the Senate passed also a bipartisan bill that included $8 billion for a fence. And now all of a sudden it's immoral.
1: Right. Now, I want to go back to your time at Customs and Border Protection as well. Did you have this... um Problem of or challenge of of caravans making their way up from Central America into Mexico is that something that's sort of a recent phenomenon? Has it been happening? And if it's uh, more of a recent phenomenon, what do you think are the proximate causes for it?
0: Yeah, so so caravans have always happened to this degree and frequency. No, this is this is definitely um, a, a lot larger than it has been in the past. But it's really simple. This is a great question. So we, we we have two things going on, which the president has said from day one is right. We have we have a dual issue along the southwest border, both the security, uh, national security crisis. We need to stop bad things and bad people coming in. Then we have a humanitarian crisis. And the reason why we have this humanitarian crisis is because of the United States, because our asylum walls are filled with so many loopholes. We have bad judicial precedents like Flores that actually incentivizes people to come here illegally and because the loopholes in asylum they say the magic words and they're let into the interior united states and so so right now the the pull factor and that incentive is so strong why come here illegally why go to the ports when if you you can circumvent all of that enter our country illegally you set one foot on american soil you say the magic words and because of flores we can't detain children uh but but a couple of days they're allowed into the interior of the united states never be heard from again and so what they're fearing right now is that the president is going to do what he should do for this country and lock that down and fix it now they're getting scared so now you're seeing an uptick because they're trying to get in before that issue is resolved
2: and we have another i mean large caravan pretty large twelve thousand. um and i know mm-hmm. the number changes daily but it's remained in this caravan about the same what you know when they get to the to the border there, there's an ambush like aspect to this and using tear gas. I know people, you know, a lot of people on the left were upset that President Trump did that, although President Obama did that 26 times during his eight years in office. Do you think if we build right. a more fortified wall that that might not ever happen again?
0: So I, I think that as long as our asylum walls have loopholes and we can't reverse bad judicial precedent, that incentive and pull factor is always going to be there. So, mm-hmm. so your question is spot on. And that's why it, it's not just the national security, it's the humanitarian that we have to address. If we don't fix our broken asylum laws, if we don't address bad judicial precedents like Flores. That incentive and pull factor is still there, so they're going to keep coming. But, but what's ironic though is we talked about that barrier. Remember the last caravan that went in San Diego? What, what were what? How did we stop them? Well, we stopped them through a multi-layered strategy of what: physical barrier, technology, and personnel. Was exactly what the president is, is is asking for now. What what helped stop that caravan? It was the personnel that was there deploying the tear gas. It was the physical barrier who slowed them down, prevented them from getting over, and the technology and other stuff that was being used at, at the same time. It, it's just just common sense. But if we don't fix those asylum laws and and bad uh, judicial precedents, the incentive and pull factor are going to remain, and they're going to keep
1: coming. What did you think of uh, some of the uh, wives or spouses of border patrol agents? Uh, getting together and inviting Nancy Pelosi to come down to the southern border where they live and their spouses work so she could get, uh, you know, a first-person account of what they're dealing with on a daily basis?
0: Dan, you know what? I I wasn't anticipating that question, but I'm glad you asked that. I'm not joking. I I was sitting in my house on my couch, and I literally stood up and started clapping at the TV. (laughs) Uh, I was so proud of those wives. Because that's exactly what needs to get done. You know, I'll listen to pundits, I'll listen to politicians, and I know within the first 30 seconds that they have not gone down uh, to the to the border. They have not spent serious time. They have not talked to the experts down there. They have not walked the line and see the vast terrain and challenges faced by the men and women of the Border Patrol. Um, so I, I applauded them. Uh, and it and, and again, it, it hasn't happened. The Speaker of the House has still not gone down to the border. Uh, and and let's, let's not forget what's ironic in her state. What does she have in her state? She has some of the best, most e- extensive wall in any in, in other uh, state uh, along the southwest border. And I, I hope the American people, they, they see the irony there.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mark Morgan, former FBI agent and Customs and Border Patrol, uh, Customs and Border Protection Agency head under President Obama. Mark, thanks again for joining us. Appreciate your insights. You bet. Thank you.
2: And he joined us on our Turnkey.pro answer line.